some suspenseful background music while you do your intro? No. <laughs> this is not a fair... It's not to do with... I mean... Welcome to True Crime at Midnight. <laughs> Alex Livingston is your commentator. He will be telling yeah. you about the mysterious disappearance of... Uh, J. Trump into the halls of Area 52. The Mountain King. Stupid. Welcome to True Crime Podcasts with Alex Livingston. Good, good morning, everyone. This is True Crime at Midnight. This is, this is your host, Alex Livingston. We are talking about <laughs> the mysterious disappearance of Donald J. Trump into the hall of the Mountain King. When I, when the, I floor's, the floor is open to you. Hello and welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Virtual Campfire Tangents. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined here with the two people that will be taking this journey with, Caleb and Torrin. Hello. I'm Caleb. And I'm Torrin. There we go. This I'm is a Torrin. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where the host chooses the topic of their choice, meaning anything that they want to talk about, and we go from there. We can ask, the host can ask questions, and they can, we talk about a general topic, they can ask questions, they can, uh, and then at the end, it is your, is their job to choose the host of the next episode, and it can be the person of your choosing, so I have to either choose Caleb or Torn to host the next episode, and they will also choose the topic from there, and, uh, the topic of today is skydiving, so do with that info, with what you will, and, uh, I, I always say, go head first. <laughs> Jump out of the plane head first like a swan dive. Exactly. Because you, you want to go down, you, you won't belly flop. You want you want to go in you want to go in the deep end whenever you're skydiving. Oh yeah, that's true. So okay, so yeah, we're gonna talk about skydiving a little bit, and then I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. So, what do you what are your like general thoughts on skydiving and why people do it? I think people do it uh because help me out here Torin. come on because they want to die <laughs> yeah that's they a good they want to die without actually they, dying they yeah they want to feel that rush of dying but then they can pull the, the parachute whenever they're done yeah exactly it's the adrenaline of the fear of death but if the parachute works properly then they won't die exactly but if the parachute fails well then that's a whole nother story. Then you 
have and the if rest of your life to fix it. And if they're strapped to someone else, then they both oh, go well, out. Oh, someone, someone's life is in their hands then. Okay, so this actually brings me into another question. Ooh, question. Do you think skydiving is a good way to get over the fear of heights? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, if you survive it, you really have no reason to be scared of heights anymore. That's a good point. So, if what if you were strapped to another person, and this is the, okay, so let's say you're in this situation. You're strapped to another person as you skydive, right? Yeah. And the other person, on the way down, says that they don't know what they're doing. Oh. What is your reaction in that moment, both of you? I feel, I feel like I'd have a similar reaction to if I was uh, in a hospital and they were halfway cutting out my kidney and all of a sudden they said, oh, you know, we don't have a degree. And I'd just be like, or, well, crap. You know, <laughs> you know, the worst thing the, the worst thing to hear when you're getting a surgery if, like, you wake up is, like, uh, oops. It was from one of the doctors. <laughs> like, you're, you're sitting there, you suddenly wake up, you feel them all, like, in, say it's like open heart surgery, right? Or wait, no, that's not how that works. You're kind of dead for that, aren't you? No. no. Oh, no, that's like, yeah. How about closed heart surgery? Wouldn't, how does that work? What is that? They grip your cold, dying heart in their hands and they pump it. Pump, that's just, pump, that's pump. That's just CPR. Pump. No, they grab the heart no, like and they, they pump it. They take their hand, shove it in your chest, and squeeze your heart to pump it. Yeah, and they pump the heart, and it gets oh. the blood moving. Oh, oh weird. Never, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's real. <laughs> I, considering I didn't know it was a thing, I have no idea if that's real or not. I saw it in a movie. I don't. I, mean, <laughs> I saw it in a movie in once movie. in 2003. Exactly. Halo would be like that person that would break like a world record, like I bet I could throw that football over that mountain over there, and then you do it, and then you don't let it go for like forty plus years. You're just yeah. sitting there at home with your family who had no idea of the event, and you're like, "You guys remember when I threw that football over the mountain?" Yeah. Yeah, you just told us about it yesterday. <laughs> well, it, it was a great. I was great. I was in the Guinness World Record book and everything. And no one's ever yeah, beat I was, it. I was, I was in the book of the, the Guinness World Records of 2012. It's, it's like, it's never going to beat my record. And then your son is like, no, I bet I could do it. And I say, you're no son of mine if you beat my record. <laughs> you disowned Okay, me. so this is all, okay, so what would you do if you broke, if you broke your, your record? Uh, I would be very angry at him but I'm a rational person deep down, so I would do nothing more. You would disown him for the rest of your life? I would give him the look. That that classic Caleb look? I'd just give him the look. I'd just look at him and be like, you know what you did. You know. My you know. boom just fell over. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so back to the question on what would you do if your skydiver person that like you were strapped to said that you don't know what you're doing as you're falling i'd pull out my phone and watch austin mcconnell's video on how to survive a skydiving fall while you're falling while i'm falling but then <laughs> you get an unskippable 30 second ad from youtube oh jeez. <laughs> oh yeah 
what happens if you get like an like a, an ad that you can't skip? You get that you get that ad that uh, of the Lego Movie where it just played the entire Lego Movie and it didn't let you skip it. Did you hear about that? That's the thing. Wasn't really. Yeah, uh, whenever the Lego movie came out, they did, like, they messed up something, and it made it where, like, the whole movie was just free as an ad, but you couldn't skip it. Oh, no. Like, an hour and a half long ad? Yeah. By that point, I would honestly just refresh my video to see if I can get a different ad. Well, I mean, that's what people would have to do, but it's still annoying. Yeah. But here's the thing. Would you have the ability to do that from that high up? Wouldn't You wouldn't be able to hold on to your phone, though. Uh, I would grab an eagle. <laughs> just fly away. Yeah, because an eagle can hold up two people while you're falling at like 60 miles an hour. Mm. What's terminal velocity? Torin, you're smart. You should know this. Uh, they fall where you can't fall faster. Yeah, we well, know what terminal velocity is. Speed. <laughs> what is the speed of that? No, I, I know what terminal velocity is. I don't know. Uh Terminal velocity is 150 miles per hour. Okay, so do you think a, an eagle would be able to save you going 150 at, like, okay, so you're falling with two people at 150 and you slam into an eagle. You think that's going to catch you? Okay, hear me out. Two eagles. Okay. Two eagles. Two an unladen swallow. <laughs> I don't think they'd be able to hold you either. And where would you be skydiving for that to be there? Well, if it's an African swallow, it could be anywhere. How big? If it's uh, if it, how the European swallows. Now that's a good question, sir, and I don't know the answer to that. But I I know for sure that African swallows are better than European swallows. Okay, how do you know that? Because an African swallow can carry a coconut. Oh, a whole coconut, yes, because that is equal to, like, all right, two 150-pound people falling at 155 miles an hour. Yes. So that's 300 pounds. That's, like, 300 pounds, not including gear, which is, like, an extra, I don't know, 40 pounds. So that's an extra, that's 340 pounds falling at 155. If you run into a bird, that bird's going to explode. You don't know that. I don't, but I have a good inclination that that is ever, what would happen. Have you ever seen that happen? <laughs> no, because I don't think anybody's hit a bird while skydiving. Exactly, so you don't know. Yeah, and you don't know that it's going to save you. Well, yeah, but that's the whole Schrodinger's cat situation is it could or it couldn't. And all of a sudden, we have a multiverse. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so realistically, though, what would you, like, try to do if, like, you you couldn't land on a bird and you couldn't, like, pull out your phone to do anything? I'd I would take, just wait it out. I'd take his You would wait for the sweet cut, and break cut the death. connection between us and throw him. The dude that is, you're strapped to is, has the parachute. Yeah, did you not hear me? I take the parachute. <laughs> oh, okay. You take the parachute and you sacrifice yourself. Or no, you sacrificed him for yourself. Yes. That's a pretty, that's a pretty self, selfish move there, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. I, I would want to try to save both of our lives. Okay, so I've uh, all right. I got another question for you guys. If you were skydiving, and you're you pulled the parachute right, and you're you're 
floating down and it's all well and fine. But then, and and then one of the uh, one of the ropes on the one of the ropes on the umbrella, not umbrella, the uh, parachute like snaps, and your parachute goes all sideways, and the rope starts twisting around you. There is a way to get out of that. I want to see if you guys know. You pull it. You pull the rope okay. apart. But the thing is, you're also spinning. So the ropes are also being knotted together while the parachute itself is folding and, like, they're falling faster. You turn you turn your body the opposite way to which it's spinning. Okay, so then that gets the rope, like, from off of your body, then what do you do? Oh, well, I didn't know I had to survive this situation. I just thought I had to solve it. <laughs> no, you had to survive it. Oh, well, that's too hard, I too early for that yeah it's too early for that like what time do you think it is <laughs> 11 a.m yeah yeah it's so you stay up to like four in the morning and then wake up at 3 p.m of course it's too early for you good point exactly caleb actually works up like wakes up at a decent time you wake up at like what eight or nine a.m yes on like a saturday and sunday well on sundays i wake up at six well, yeah, Saturdays, you generally wake up around 8 or 9, right? Mm-hmm. Because my, my thought process is, if you wake up at noon, you have wasted so much of the day. Do you know how much more you could get done yes, if you, like, woke up on time instead of noon? You would have so many more hours to do what you wanted to do. But I have those hours later. Yeah, because you stay up till 4 in the morning, but that's also not good. Yes. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, not really. No, I feel I actually am not tired when I sleep like that. Well, yeah, because you've gotten used to that. But when you wake up at 3 p.m., you miss so much of the day. Okay, well, the night's better. Anyway, back to dying situation. Okay, so, Torin, what would you do in that <laughs> scenario? So, you said that one of the ropes is completely broken. Yes, and then, like, and as you're spinning through the air, the other ropes and all the cables connected to the parachute are wrapping around you, and the parachute is, like, folded onto itself, and you're just, like, falling now. The parachute is doing nothing. Uh, I'd probably try but, to cut it and then activate the secondary parachute. Okay, so you activate, cut, cut the rope, and your, your secondary parachute activates, right? Yeah. And then you go down safely to the ground. Torin, you have successfully survived this. It'll look better look next time. Let's go. Okay. So, all right, you're the, you're the pilot of the plane, right? And you decided it would have been a really bright idea to bring a, a plane with, and it's a propeller plane with the propellers on the wing, right? So you're flying along, what? you're doing your thing, and then you, you open the doors, and then the guys jump out. One of the guys gets hit by a stream of wind and slams into the propeller completely into pieces i think planes like that have the door on the back all right but he <laughs> built this plane himself no no he didn't, <laughs> no, he didn't. that's a lie <laughs> so you're no just hear me out this is a scenario right you can't build it a plane by it... yourself sure you can i'd like to see try on that flight. he built the he built the plane out of recycled metal barn materials, all right? Okay? 
and you jump out of the plane, and the, and the one guy beside you falls back and hits the engine and is chopped into pieces, and the engine is broken, and the plane is starting to fall. The pilot is freaking out, all right? He just immediately jumps out of his out of his seat and just straight up jumps out the window of the plane, all right? You're the only one in the plane at this point. Did he parachute or just... No, he just jumped. So you're 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 freaking out, right? Yeah. And you're you're in this plane, which is a just a bloody mess, complete mess. The engine's on fire. You're going down. All right. You have a parachute, but you also know that the plane could, is going to crash into a residential zone. What do you do? Uh, I'd probably try to take the plane and like glide it away. Yeah, I mean, even if even if the engines aren't moving, you can still like maneuver the plane. So you just one wing. Okay, so if a person slams into an engine, it's gonna like catch fire. So the plane is on fire. Yeah, so you start. You just you just point the, the you point you point the plane away from the residential area, and then you jump out. See, but at that point, the wing is probably gonna end up falling off, and you're gonna start spinning. So you're not gonna have any control. Mm. You can't fly a plane without both your wings. Especially if it's a scrap plane made of a metal barn. Oh, well, hold on. <laughs> I told Why you, did... the guy made it at home, all right? He wanted, plane he, wanted out to, of a barn. he wanted to take his pal skydiving, all right? So he found one of those wooden hangers, not wooden, those old metal sheet hangers from World War II, all right? And he fabricated the body of his plane from that. He took some old engines from some some fighter planes just kind of strapped them onto the wings right the wheels are just like like truck tires all right mm-hmm. so it's not it's not very advanced but it flies so he was ready he was all excited to take his friends out skydiving and then that happens all right so the guy the guy's already heading to the ground really fast the plane the, the one wing is ready to snap off the engine's already gone the other engine's still working and you're slightly tilted to the left, and you're going, like, down really quickly. Well, am I right above the residential area? You are about a mile out, but you can tell that the plane is heading that to that, like... Okay, that so you aircraft. just point the thing nose down. Okay, so, you, you, so you're, going, you're going nose down, right? Yeah. All right, so then what do you do? You uh, jump out. You just accept it. Okay, so you accept it. You hit the ground and the plane explodes, all right? You have died, but you have saved possibly a couple of, a lot of people, all right? It also depends on where the plane crashes. Like, if the plane crashed into, like, a couple houses, that's not, like, 100 people. But if it, like, crashed into, like, a parking lot of a Walmart, then maybe you had some issues. A lot of days, a lot of people's days are ruined because... A plane crashed into a parking lot and caused a bunch of people's cars to have a lot of damage and whatnot. So, Torrent, you have not done much contributing, so I'm going to ask you a question just just for you. Right. So, let's say you're skydiving with, with, say, one of your friends, all right? Let's Let's say you're skydiving with Caleb, all right? I'm not skydiving with Torin. I heard what he does to the person who's not useful to him. <laughs> no, you guys aren't strapped together. 
But this time, oh, okay. you're not in. You're not in parachutes. You're in wingsuits. Ooh. So you can like fly around at like however how fast you can take a wingsuit in. And Torin wants to attempt to fly through the Grand Canyon. All right. So you got you guys are in your wingsuits. You're on you're on the plane, and then you dive down. You both are. You're as tight as tight as you can be. You're flying down, and then you guys both open your wingsuits and you're flying through the Grand Canyon, right? So Torin, you're having a blast. You're you're doing a lot of fun, right? And then you you look behind you real quick to see Caleb hit the side of the Grand Canyon and fall to the ground. Oh God! Oh jeez! <laughs> so you 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 swoop around and you try to slow down. You get there, and he he's barely alive at this point because he slammed into a rock. I would right. be dead. <laughs> I think he would be dead from flying into I don't the wall with the wingsuit. Nah, he had a helmet on. Fine. <laughs> so the safety you, helmet. Oh, I had a helmet on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Torin, you go, you go over to him. All right, and you guys are both at the, on the ground at this point, and the Grand Canyon. You're at, you're at the part of the Grand Canyon where there's no, like, you're in the middle of it, so there's no tourist spots there because you can't get to it. All right. You're, you're no sitting there. there you're sitting bring it back up. You're sitting there at the bottom of the valley, all right? Caleb's practically dead at this point. He's bleeding out real bad. What do you do? I'd probably try to... I'd probably call the nearest ho hospital and tell them to send a helicopter. You have no service. Oh, You're in the middle of the Grand Canyon, bud. There's I told you we shouldn't have gone on this Canyon. trip, Torrin. Okay. You mutter that if okay, you're talking about blood. Then any... You have no service! But then no, it'll... Give me service, because that's how 911 works. That is true. Does it really? Yes. Yes. Any, you okay. are you are automatically given service wherever you are. Yes. It doesn't matter what yes. you're paying for. Any t anything that has towers around there are legally obligated to give you service if you call 911. That is true. Okay, they're le legally obligated, but that doesn't mean they're going. No, that does mean they're going to. You don't. That's don't, how the law like, works. They're getting like obliterated out of existence. Oh, you know that you know that companies don't know what the law is. That's 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 a myth. <laughs> this is a poorly researched question. <laughs> I, it's not a research question. I did no amount of research to this at all. This has this is this is straight off the dome. That's why it's funny because it's so terrible. Uh, all right, so you get it. You get a hold of the nine one one operator, and they send a helicopter. So you're, you you both are airlifted away. Right, and then Torin on the on the on the ride to the hospital. Torin, you get bored. All right, oh, no. you're still in your wingsuit. See you jump out of the helicopter. All right, and you decide to race the helicopter to the hospital. What? <laughs> Why okay. Would I do that? Because you're bored, and that's something you would do. So you you jump out of the helicopter, and you're trying to race the helicopter to the hospital. You beat it, and then you you you're standing there waiting for it to land on the helipad. And then Caleb is in in the hospital, and he makes somehow miraculously from these genius doctors, he makes a full recovery. And then Caleb, when you get out of the hospital, all right, what are you gonna what are you gonna do to Thorin, or what are you gonna say to Thorin? I don't know. I mean, he could take call nine one one. You know, thank yeah, him. Yeah, he saved your life, but he also roped you into going uh, to. To doing wingsuits through the Grand Canyon. 
That's not my well, I mean, he didn't. He, into a yeah, wall. he he didn't he didn't know I was gonna slap into a wall. No, but that's his fault. I think I, I just go to TED Talk and start doing speeches about how I almost died by hitting a wall. Yeah, and I, I make that I make that a metaphorical lesson on life about you. You make a career out of that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, take, so, take it as a boss. It only happens once in a lifetime. Yeah, this isn't technically part of skydiving, but what do you both think of those? Like, okay, so you know, like a paraglider, it's like a hang glider that you hold on to, right? Yes. But it also has like a really big band, like engine on the back of it, and you can kind of like fly around with it. But you oh, control yeah. it with, like, your hands. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, what do you what do you guys think of those? Sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. It also sounds like a lot Would of you... paperwork, so they don't, so I, like, I don't sue them. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's probably a lot of paperwork. Because all these, like, Especially like dangerous recreational activities, there's gotta be so much paperwork involved. Like yeah. just oh, an insane well, yeah. amount of paperwork. So uh, the amount of paperwork for going skydiving at all is just has to be ridiculously like unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like all the all the time you have to spend in like a training camp to show you how to use all the parachutes, like to show you how to use everything. To show you what you do if it fails, like there's whole like there's a whole training thing that you have to go through, and like that's why I almost think that yeah, skydiving would be like cool, but I just feel like it's way too much effort for a thing that lasts like ten minutes or something. The longest one is like five minutes. Yeah, it see even like that. Yeah, it's like ten like, minutes. Yeah. Caleb, do you have any anything to say about that? No, I was trying to find out how much paperwork you need to sign for uh, skydiving, but that's not an answer that they give you. It's probably based probably because on the company. It's, yeah, it has it has to be based on what what you're doing. So, and also skydiving is really expensive. Yeah. Like ridiculously overpriced. Well, I mean, I would I would assume it's probably about the cost of a plane ticket. So, well, it's the uh, it's for the plane ticket. You're renting all the equipment. Yeah, it probably be. Yeah, so I mean, it's not it's not overpriced. It's just like there's a lot of stuff that you have to. You're also paying them not to sue you, and they're not for you not to. Sue, I don't know. No, they're not paying you not to sue them. You're they're, they're making you sign paperwork so you don't sue them. Yeah, exactly. They would, they would, after you're you, after them, you, you're you're paying them to give you papers so you can. The only time they would pay you is if you know when you inevitably sue them. When you, after, yeah, when you, when you yeah, and then they'll they'll try to settle it out of court so they don't have to close their business. Yeah, but if they do take it to court, they sign the 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 the, the company shows the paper that you signed. And that's their only evidence for them to win the case is that you have they have the paper that you signed that says oh, well, to them. Yeah, that doesn't work. I mean, if you were in court, I'm I'm sure they could figure out a loophole to get you the the money there. Oh, where it's like, the paperwork wouldn't help you. See, here's I mean, the thing. Really good. Here's the thing, though. 
it was also your choice to go skydiving, so you knew the risk. Yeah, so that doesn't matter. Hurt, if you got hurt, would you still sue them, even though you were the one that chose to go skydiving? Well, I mean, I Who wouldn't sue them. If, yeah, if I got if, if I got uh, hurt doing it, I wouldn't sue them. I would just like that's my fault. But you know, I'm sure someone would. Yeah. Okay. So if so, yeah. Let's say if it was your fault, you wouldn't sue them. But let's say if let's say some of their equipment like fails, would you then sue them? Oh well, well if their equipment fails, that's not really their fault because there is always a chance that the parachute won't open. But like, I mean, if they purposely try to sabotage it, then yeah, I would try to seek some type some type of a uh, legal. A hitman, a hitman's watching you, and it's like, and like yeah, you get okay. Like... He he put he puts a. Uh, he put the thing, a letter in the mail for you. It's a pamphlet about skydiving because he knows that you like doing, like you're a daredevil and you'll do stuff like that. So he leaves. He leaves the he leaves the note in your mail. You look at it, and it and it looks pretty official, right? It's a nice brochure on skydiving. Oh yeah, skydiving brochures. <laughs> yeah, this this is the thing. High class skydiving brochures. Four out of five stars. Yep. So then you, you, you go to the company, right? And it's a real company and you can skydive, right? So you're, you're, you're getting all strapped into the plane and everything. And you're, you're, a, a guy comes over and is like, Hey, I need to service your, your backpack there a bit. It's uh it was, it, it, the parachute didn't open in the last flight. So I, I need to take that from you real quick. So he goes into the back room, he fixes it up, right? He gives it to you. And then of course, as you jump out, the parachute doesn't open and you slam into the ground and die. Like that would be an intention. Yeah, I mean, but I also can't sue them if I'm dead. So like, yeah, can't your, your family can sue them. Well, I mean, that's that's too much work. That's like an NCIS episode. Yeah, that's too much work to get possibly millions of dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's Who better ways. To, there's better <laughs> ways of making a million dollars than suing a company. Yeah, like inventing Amazon. Yeah, or like you know, inventing something that isn't Amazon. <laughs> Cause who likes Amazon? I mean, exact, exactly. exactly. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have an answer. Yeah. All, right. Okay. All right. Roll the credits. We're done. Roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> End of the episode. <laughs> All right, Caleb. It seems like you have a strong opinion on Amazon. You got something to say? He went to space for a reason. It's because no one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Elon, 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 like Musk. Elon Musk is better. <laughs> <laughs> Why does no one like Amazon? I don't know. I mean, wasn't there that thing like where they were like not letting people, their workers, go to the bathroom? Oh boy. Oh no, we lost Alex. Oh no. Oh, oh here he is. He's back. He got really mad because I said I didn't like Amazon, and he stormed out. Yeah. No, I hit the button with my forearm. The mute button. Yeah. No, the. And call button. <laughs> oh. It's fine. So, why... What do you mean? What? It's a bathroom thing? What? Is that a thing? Okay, hold on. Okay, you guys talk about something for a second. I'm going to look this up so I don't sound stupid. Hold on. Torn, do you remember that being it. a thing? Do you remember that being a thing? No. Is it, that would be really crazy if they actually didn't let their company go to the... I mean, like you're still you're still working. Of course, you're gonna have to go to the bathroom. Why wouldn't you have a bathroom? Or you probably have one, but why wouldn't you let them use it? 
Alright, I, I opened the... I, I opened the first website that came up, and I'm gonna read it, and this is gonna be the best I can do. Okay. Oh, no. This is the... Yeah, is it too early for this still? Uh, no, it's just, I don't care. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's read this. Alright, let's get my, let's get my reading glasses on. Alright, The Verge, TheVerge.com says... The title of the article is Amazon warehouse workers skip bathroom breaks to keep their jobs, says report. In the UK, an undercover reporter and a labor survey exposed harrowing work conditions. Ooh, this sounds interesting. Amazon warehouse workers are forced to pee in bottles or forego their bathroom breaks entirely because fulfillment demands are too high, according to journalists. No, no, in bottles. No, they put the product in boxes. Why can't you let them use the bathroom? I don't know. Ask the Verge. <laughs> they have enough money. Just buy robots that do everything. How, how are we ever going to get a sponsorship on this podcast when in the first episode I've already severed ties with Amazon? We're already, we're already like ripping on a company. I mean, it's like first, it's like first like half hour, and I've already said I don't like Amazon. Yet I'll still buy things from Amazon. I just whatever. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Actually, wait. Okay, I have a, I have an answer to what I would do if my parachute didn't open. I would, I would open Amazon and I would order a trampoline right under where I'm landing and get it the, uh, the that day delivery. You're gonna need a bit faster than that day. Well, I mean, but I'm falling right beside an Amazon warehouse, so they'll get it to me quick. Exactly. So, like, how big is this parachute? Or how big is this trampoline? Big enough to catch a falling person. Hmm. Mm. Mm. You, you would open Amazon on the way down. Yeah, I'd open Amazon on the way down and order a thing real quick. You gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do same day elite shipping. You gotta yeah, same, like, same day Amazon Prime. You gotta type in your coordinates and they like airdrop it to you. Yeah. Yeah, they airdrop it to me and it hits me in the head and I pass out. <laughs> it launches you down towards the ground. Faster. I feel like air, I feel like airdropping me a trampoline would be really ineffective because I can't set up a trampoline <laughs> while I'm falling. Well, if they if they can't build the trampoline in the in in time for you to hit the ground. Yeah, but if I'm right beside an Amazon company thing you're you're gonna land you're gonna land on the amazon building well no i wouldn't want to land on a solid building that's a horrible idea i would want them well, to yeah, build that's, that's, your, that's your current trajectory oh well i mean you just yeah you just you just order you order one you put in your exact coordinates they come to the roof set up a trampoline you hit the trampoline and then you you survive <laughs> yeah you'd have to have like ultra prime for that one exactly 10 second shipping. They just throw it out. And then the they, have like, they have like a NASCAR pit crew to go out and build the trampoline for you. Or no, an F1 pit crew is faster. Have you seen the speed of some of them guys? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. And the fact that they have so many rules that they have to follow, like you can't be over the wall too soon, you can't like there's a there's just so many things. You can't have too many guys over the wall. Every guy has a certain thing that they can do, and if they do anything else, that's like a pit penalty, and they have to go back in. 
Yeah. Like there's so many things that they, that can go wrong and can go right, and then, yeah. Yeah. So okay, Caleb, you didn't finish your story. Why do you not like Amazon? I don't know. Because I heard that someone else didn't like Amazon, and I didn't have an opinion on it, so I just took that opinion. <laughs> Torin, is there any company you hate? Uh... Yeah, Torin. Don't make it any. Don't make it people that can pay us money, though. We want those sponsorships. Yeah. You know, I'm talking really to. You, I'm talking to you, eBay. <laughs> yeah, eBay. You. You guys are great. Okay, so we should get an eBay sponsorship just by ripping on Amazon, because then they'll hear it and be like, <laughs> "Yes, these are these are our guys." <laughs> God, we hate Amazon so much. Caleb, go ahead, tell us why you hate Amazon. I just hate Amazon, Alex. It's horrible. It's you know, they don't. Company. They're just the worst company ever. Don't you think their shipping is sometimes? Just no, they're just the worst bad. company. No, worst company ever. It's so bad. Nothing good about it. Is it the company itself or the guy who invented the company? Everyone in Amazon. You get a job at Amazon, you just you're you're done. Sorry. You're just, just a terrible person. You're you're a red, you're a registered terrible person. So, so like Lauren, I, you, you never answered what company yeah. isn't gonna sponsor us anymore. You know, yeah, do you really think you hate water? Dasani water? What? Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Dasani water is good, though. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I will have to admit, though, we can all agree that Deer Park is terrible. Yeah, yeah Deer Park isn't... It's not that Deer good. Park just tastes like straight-up dirt. But have you ever... why, do you, why do you not like Dasani? I don't know. Because you pressured him for an answer, and he just thought of the first thing that popped in his mind probably i just thought Why of when i saw an article about how even during the hurricane dasani water was the only thing left in the store <laughs> <laughs> so apparently a lot of people don't like dasani water i guess not no, i don't I guess, see... I guess so sorry i don't have a problem with dasani i don't i dasani water tastes like water you know there's so many different water companies, but they all just sell water. Yeah, water should be free. For, I mean, except for Coca-Cola. They should only. No, Coca-Cola Coca has Dasani. Yes. But they oh, don't okay, I didn't know you knew that. Okay. Anyway, this, that's a stupid joke. Coca-Cola. What? What? Coca-Cola owns Dasani. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I think water, <clears throat> I think water should be free. Like, they should only pay, they should only make you pay for how much the plastic bottle would cost. Because, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because like the water wa bottle costs like twenty five cents to produce. Yeah, like water shouldn't, water shouldn't cost anything. It's water. We all need water. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's so many different companies of what. Like, there's so many, there's so many companies that sell water. But. They just, they, but the thing is, though, they all still sell water. Like, why do you have to have so many companies to sell the same thing? I don't because know, at, least, at, at least something like chip brands, there's so many chip brands, but at least all the chips taste different and different flavors. I mean, that's, that's capitalism. They, they all gotta sell water. I think, I think we should go to a socialistic society. Sponsor us, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bernie Sanders in op in 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 uh office near you. What a guy. We endorse Bernie Sanders. You buy Bernie Sanders. I mean, I'd 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 take a sponsorship from Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I mean the guy's not horrible. Oh yeah. no. I don't think he's awful. No, everyone like makes him sound like he's horrible because they think he's a communist, but he's actually not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. So anyway, we gotta what do we gotta do? Socialist, right? Yeah, I mean Yeah, we can we we can definitely do that really easily. Yeah, because you know when you automatically when you own a podcast, you can automatically just change the world like that. Yeah, that's the power that comes with the podcast. <laughs> that's the power that comes with the podcast. With 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 every podcast comes a great political responsibility. So, any more questions, Mister um, Host? Mm. Mr. Hostman, man. Hostman. Okay, so. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Mr. Hostman. What? No, that's it's a reference. No one understands. Oh, of course, it's a reference. One of You're our viewers. One of our viewers will understand it. They'll appreciate it. Yes. Just one. Okay. So you're 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 on a. Okay. So you're on a sky bus. All right. You're on you're on a Boeing seven four seven. All right. And you decide you want to go skydiving. So, I mean, didn't you already make that decision while you're on the sky bus? Isn't that what that is? No, a Boeing 747 is an airliner. Is, really, is it really called a, spot, a sky bus? People do call them sky buses, yeah. Because they're just, they're just a big version of a... They're just a bus with wings. Because they hold, like, 200 people. I mean, I guess a car is just a horse with an engine, if you want to go go at it that why way. Why do you think they're measured by horsepower? Yeah, but one horsepower doesn't equal the power of one horse. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a myth. No, it's not a myth. It's math. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Myth, math, same thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're 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 in a sky bus, all right? A Boeing 747, one of the one of the big boys, all right? And you decide okay. you want to go skydiving, okay? So you you go ahead, you you pull the you pull your backpack out of the top compartment. You're sitting there, you're chilling, you're having a good time. Right? You pull the backpack out and you walk towards the you walk towards the front. The flight attendant is like, "Where are you going, sir?" "Oh, I'm just going to put my bag in the restroom." Okay, so you walk past the flight attendant. She gives you some some confused looks, obviously. You go ahead, you slam open the door to the to the inside of the plane, the entire thing depressurizes, whole bunch of air is rushed out of the cabin, you and you jump, right? You're at like eighty thousand feet. Or a hundred thousand feet. Or however high you are. The plane itself now is completely depressurized. Okay. All the people are like being like being trying basically being sucked out of the plane, right? Because you're going like four hundred miles an hour. Okay, so the people are flying out of the plane at full speed, right? It's just like a fountain of people. All the, the then the plane obviously starts going down because it's depressurized and a lot of wind is rushing to the inside of the cabin. Like that's not good. Okay, so you're you're jumping, you're having a good time. You look down, you look up, and the plane is doing a vertical nosedive straight towards you as people are still flying out of the plane. <laughs> what do you do? 
Do you know how plane physics work? <laughs> of course I do. I'm a planeologist, alright? That's not, that's not what happens when the cabin gets depressurized. Sure it is. It, okay. It doesn't just make the plane nosedive. Sure I'll let I'll let Torin answer this one. Okay, you know what? How about how about this? The plane depressurizes, the pilot gets scared, gets up from his seat, and then he 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 bumps the the the, the yoke and then it does a no no yeah. That's a whoopsie right there. Yeah, I mean like he's bad at his job, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so what <laughs> what do you do? Torin, you you barely talk. Yeah, I'm gonna give Torin this one. I don't I'm gonna I'm gonna sit out and just listen. <laughs> Okay, so I'm skydiving down, and there's a plane flying at me. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's not really much I can do to escape a plane. I'd... You are out of the plane, and the plane is falling. Yeah, the most I'd try to do is angle my body away from the plane's path. Right, so, so the plane rushes by you at like 200 miles an hour, right? Okay, you're, the, the, the force of the air throws you back. You're, you're flying through the air, right? Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you lose progress on your skydive. But think of this, you're also still 100,000 feet up. Didn't we start at like 80,000? I said 80,000 or 100,000, wherever those planes fly. Yeah, the plane flew down and just threw me up another 20,000 feet. Yeah. So, so what do you do from here? See, but here's the thing. How much air do you think is at 100,000 feet? Yeah, enough. And you'll... you'll... <laughs> yeah, enough. You would need some oxygen tanks up in the And, um, how, how cold do you think it's out there? I'll just throw on a winter jacket and I'll be fine. Okay. That I can be sure. have with sure. when I'm skydiving. Because according to the interwebs here, the temp at 100,000... 100,000 feet is approximately the, uh, the temperature uh, at 100,000 feet is negative 67 degrees. Fahrenheit or Celsius? Degrees. Fahrenheit. Celsius degrees. Okay, so it's negative 67 degrees Fahrenheit up there. Right. You're at 100,000 feet. You're at 100. You had 100,000 negative 62 degrees Fahrenheit. You're probably gonna die. So my question to you, sir, as you're falling through the sky at terminal velocity, why did you decide to jump? Thought it'd be a good time. Was your plan? Was your was your goal not to make the ground alive? You know, there was really no plan. It just kind of happened. Kind of, you just jump. I just kind of looked over, saw the door, and went, "Huh, yeah, that'll be a good idea." So, was that backpack really a parachute? 
It had my laptop in. Alright. <laughs> Play games on the way down. Yeah. Gotta get that last second for my Afghans in. <laughs> gotta get gotta get that victory royale. So you're 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 flying down, right? By probably around thirty thousand feet, your body's frozen. You're out of oxygen. You're dying at this. Your your laptop flies out of your hand. As you see the the number one victory royale float away from you as you pass out. Falling out of the sky, the plane has already hit the ground. You're falling. What's left of the survivors, which weren't many, crawl out of the wreckage. They look up and see the dead body come down. Hit the ground and splat. All of you, body parts and everywhere are everywhere. The people, then then your, your your laptop hits the ground, and everybody sees that you got a victory on your way down. They all celebrate your victory before the before the the laptop decides to have a break on. So then, your your what what is left of what can be found you buried there. With a number and one, back. with a number one, Victory Royale gravestone. I only have one question from that entire conversation that I w just witnessed. H okay. How how high up do you think well, commercial? You don't. You don't. No. You don't. You don't. No. 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 <laughs> you don't witness with your ears, sir. No, I do. I have a special condition. How high up do you oh. think? How high up do you think that commercial airlines fly? Not 100,000 feet. Not 80,000 feet either. Oh, I know. It's like 30,000 at most. Oh, I know. I know, I know. Yeah, it's 33,000 to 40,000. <laughs> yep. I knew that. Oh, boy. It's just oh, yeah, the so fact I'm that you ran with that. It's the fact that you ran with that story for so long means that you didn't care. Yeah. But I, saw yeah, I, was, I was just grooving on my piano over here, so I was fine. Yeah. It was honestly quite sad music. It fits the mood. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was dying while realizing that... He was dying while realizing that Fortnite would be the last thing he would play in his life. I mean, that's a horrible story. Nobody got my number one victory royale. That's the best yeah, way to yeah. end a life. You got victory royale, man. I guess. <laughs> I finished with a smile on my face. You passed out smiling. Yes. So. Also, what what for, was that laptop made of that it survived falling from a hundred thousand feet? It, uh, it was it was it was a Dell Latitude. Nokia made a laptop. Huh? Nokia made a laptop. Kia. All right, so do you guys have any closing statements about today's episode and how you thought the first episode of the podcast went? I would really appreciate it if Bernie Sanders would sponsor our podcast. Oh, yeah. 
All I'm gonna say is it would not be a good idea to go skydiving with Alex. No, hold on a second. No, you're the one, Torn, who said you would put the guy away yeah. and save yourself, so I don't want to hear that. Look, I'm not going to take you guys up in a plane made of a barn or a hangar. Come on. Hmm. I'll take you in one of those one of those uh, the hang glider propeller things. Give them one of those. We'll get go to hundred thousand feet. <laughs> I I can physically, m mentally picture Caleb shaking his head right now. And You're physically, up. mentally picturing. Yes. You're physically picturing. Yeah. Mm. And that's our show. Thanks for watching, everyone. Woo! Check us out in two or three weeks. Whenever we get that sweet, sweet socialism money from Bernie Sanders. Thank you all for watching. <laughs> Have a great day. Hold on. What are you doing? It's been a joy. It's been a joy having you all. Not 11, We've loved having you all. This has been a great time. All right. See you next time. All right. Okay. We're on Instagram. Right. Virtual <laughs> Campfire Tangents. Okay. We're on Spotify. You guessed it, virtual campfire tangent. All, All right. the links will be in the description below. You can also find us you... on YouTube. It's probably what you're on now. You'll probably yeah, you'll probably hear us on YouTube first. You know, as I try to sell my before I can sell my soul to Spotify and get it on there as well. So yeah. this um, for all you you know potential Spotify listeners, this will probably be a couple you know, a week or so delayed from whenever it gets uploaded on YouTube. So I'd like you to appreciate the blood covenant that I've been signing with Spotify. Uh, and, you know, right, keep going. I just wanted to let them know that. Do you guys think that this was a good first episode? I think it was a spectacular first episode. Completely honestly, so I'm going to choose uh, the host for the next episode. And yeah. Caleb, you are the host of the next episode. Let's go. I don't have to do anything. Woo! Man. All right. <laughs> we will see you all in the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye. See cord. All right. Woo. Woo. Oh, good times had by all. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did, because I have to say this was quite fun making. So watch out for any new information about the next episode, because I hear that one's going to be quite the banger, you know, uh, and I'm going to be the host of it too that time. So hopefully I don't disappoint everyone on my hosting debut of virtual campfire tangents. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, you know, if you're Bernie Sanders or Aquafina or uh, a parachute company, you know, feel free to sponsor us. We'll take that donation and we'll talk about your stuff in the future. So thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your day. See you next time. Bye.